Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. listening to more than a season podcast with Ashley and Brittany. Join us as we walk through what life is like supporting someone within the sports industry. Real, authentic, behind-the-scenes look at what the support system experiences but no one discusses. Grab a drink, sit back and listen because we are about to get real. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Stop listening. Press pause. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the ratings and reviews. Select five stars and give us a review. And if you're on Spotify, click our podcast page and click follow and download to listen to all of our episodes. Thanks so much. Enjoy this episode. Hello, hello. Hey. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. We are so excited for another episode. Brittany and I have been waiting to do this interview for a while now. So we are excited to have a special guest and we are going to let her introduce herself. Hi everyone, I'm Jordan Highsmith. I live in Birmingham, Alabama, and I work in TV news. I am the daughter of Alonzo Highsmith, and he played football for the University of Miami when they won the national championship in the 80s, and he went to the NFL. He was the third overall draft pick the year he went, and then present day, he works for the Seattle Seahawks as one of the front office guys who works closely with the GM. He's part of the scouting department. So picking and choosing and going to see players all over the nation, that's what he does. I have a brother who also kind of followed in my dad's footsteps. He played football at the University of Miami as well. His name is AJ Highsmith, and he is also a scout. He works for the Buffalo Bills. So a lot of football going on over here. Yeah, that's a lot. This is just in your blood, football, the season, everything like that. So growing up, did you have other kids like your age that, you know, asked all these questions and they're like, what is it like to have this in your lifestyle? So how were some things growing up a little bit different than you would think for like a kid that's not in the sports industry? Yeah, so my dad traveled a lot when I was in like elementary and middle school, well, really all through grade school and um mostly elementary when you have like you know dads and donuts and those cutesy little things my dad wasn't always there because his job required him to like travel to different schools and scout players throughout the year so there were times where like I didn't have my dad around all the time like he traveled for like two weeks at a time and would come home for you know three four days and be back on the road so it was a little different in that aspect I also did have a lot of friends though who My dad played football with like their dads. So like all of us kind of understood each other's lifestyle, if that makes sense. But like we were young, so it was kind of unspoken. But yeah, you know, there was a lot of things that like my dad missed as far as like me playing soccer when I ran track. But I always, always understood that he was like working. And if he could be there, he would be there. 
So did you guys move around a lot? So he's working kind of a different path than we've ever interviewed before. So talk to us kind of a little bit about like what that looked like. Did you guys stay in the same place? I know he's traveling a lot, but did you guys have to physically move anywhere? So what's cool about being a scout in the NFL is you are assigned a region and within that region, you can live wherever you want to. My dad worked for the Packers for 17 years. That was where he built his like scouting resume and he scouted the Southwest region and we lived in Houston, Texas, where I grew up. My dad has always said that he didn't want to move me and my siblings around because he had to move around a lot when he was a kid because my dad's dad was a football coach. So his goal was always like, I want my kids to go to the same elementary school, middle school, high school, and keep their friends because my dad will tell you, like, I don't remember my friends from middle school, high school. Like, he remembers his childhood friends, you know, like he grew up on the street with in elementary, but like, other than that, no. So I didn't have to move around a lot. I lived in Houston, Texas all throughout until I turned 18 and went to college. But the Packers always wanted him to be in Green Bay. Like, like they were like, whenever you can move up here, like move. So when I went to college, I'm the baby of the family. When I moved, went to college, my parents moved to Green Bay. And that's like a small sacrifice my dad took because like he was like basically passing up a position that would pay him more just so that me and my brother could like play football, run track in Houston, Texas, where it's like a better area for sports than Green Bay, Wisconsin. So yeah, I didn't have to go through the moving, but my dad definitely did a lot of traveling. A lot of moms that are out there raising these kiddos, there is that decision of do we move around with dad or do we stay put? And so just from your perspective of being a coach's kid, I want to know, do you like the way that that was? Was there ever a time where you're like, gosh, I just wish I could go move where dad wants to be? Or were you pretty settled with like, I like being in one location, growing up with all my friends? So I, I really like the staying put thing. The question was raised to me one time. The University of Miami wanted to hire my dad to be like, I don't know, something like a liaison between like sports and the university. And he would basically be like big person in their like football program when I was in middle school, like maybe going into high school, ninth or 10th grade. And my dad was like, what do you think about if we move to Miami, which we have family in Miami, but like, it's obviously not home home for me. I was like, uh, I mean, I guess I wouldn't mind it, but I think maybe I was about to be like a junior or senior. And I was like, I I'm like already set here. I have my friends, you know, prom, homecoming, all those types of things are way more important to me. So I think that I found it more beneficial to like be put. And I actually know other families where like the dad's a coach, but like the mom and the kids stay in one central location and they go see the dad for like holidays and things like that. But I think it's just more important to me to like have your kids like grow those deep bonds with friends and things like that, because there was a point where I moved for a little bit because my mom's dad got sick. It had nothing to do with my dad's job. But when I came back, I, went, I was in the same elementary school. So like my teacher was like, do you have any friends in here? Can you look around and see anyone? And she let me sit next to a friend I knew from like first grade. But like, I think it's important to, you know, keep those bonds tight, like where you're from and kind of keep them there for more than like a year or so, because it can be a little like strenuous on a kid and you don't even know because they're not, they don't know what to say other than like, I'm tired of moving or, you know, something like that. No, that's a good perspective. We haven't heard that. So that's why I wanted to ask. I think that that's good feedback, though, because if you do get that opportunity, I know that a lot of mothers out there, they're stuck with the decision. Do we do this? Do we keep everybody together? So it's nice hearing a different perspective for sure. 
Yeah, that makes sense, like, with your friends, too. Because I feel like we always hear the other side of it, like, you want to keep your family together, which, of course, everyone does. But in this industry, sometimes that's hard. But having friends and being able to build those bonds is definitely important, too. So with your dad's schedule, can you give us an idea of what that looks like? Because I feel like a lot of people that are listening are going to have no idea what a scout schedule looks like. Okay, so my dad worked at the Packers for 17 years. In his last two years at the Packers, he was a senior personnel executive, which is a fancy word for saying like he's the head of scouts. And he answers to the like assistant GM, the GM, and all of those front office guys who make the big decisions as far as who gets paid what who's first, second, third string, who are they putting on practice squad and who's not getting picked up for next year. After that, he went to the Cleveland Browns where he was the vice president of football operations, which is another fancy word for an assistant GM. So there he was like more in charge of like hiring and firing than just kind of giving input, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. He answered directly to the GM and they had meetings. So at Seattle, his job is personnel executive, which is just a bigger part of the scouting department, kind of like what he was at the Packers. And did did your mom move from Green Bay to Seattle? Yeah, my mom has moved with him to all of these places. Like she was in Green Bay and then they moved to Cleveland and now they're they're moving to Seattle in May. They haven't moved officially yet. Amazing that you can remember all those titles too. Like as (laughs) a kid, like all of those titles, there's a lot going on in those names. It's not just like, scouts like I like that you put it in layman's terms too I was like okay good right because I'm always like what does that mean yeah but even my dad will tell me like that's just fancy word for this so a day in the life for my dad looks like meetings all day and phone calls all day they're always discussing players on the team players they're looking at players who need to be moved from practice squad to third string or however that is going. A lot of times he talks to agents because, you know, it's the agents who are, you know, negotiating for their players. So he does that. As far as like how long he works, I would say he starts with meetings at like 9 a.m. And like, I would say he's probably like off the clock before 6 p.m. And that's just like day to day during football season. The most busy time of the year for scouts is from February until the draft. And that's when it's almost like you're working whenever they say you're working. Like he has to be in Seattle. They have meetings all day where they're watching film of players, watching highlights of like kids, seniors coming out of college and looking at also players who are looking for a trade or like their contract is up with another NFL team. They're like always watching film. And then the fun thing I think for a scout, I would think it's fun. I've never been a scout. So you have these scouts in different regions and they're scouting players. They have their number ones. They're like, I think we need this guy. Well, you're kind of in competition with whoever else is scouting in like the East Coast because it's like, well, I have a running back too. What makes yours better than mine? And they discuss those things like all day. So that's kind of a day in the life of what he does. Man, I would have no idea. I'm so glad that you shared all that because I had no clue. I mean, I knew like a summary, but... That is just so enlightening. And I think that everybody else listening is probably like, oh, that makes so much more sense. So you all stayed in Houston. So I want to know, do you feel like since your dad was traveling and it was you and your mom majority of the time, do you feel like you became super independent? So actually, it's funny you say that. My brother's three years older than me. So I was, we were in high school together for ninth grade and his senior year. Then graduated. And there were times from 10th grade through 12th grade where it was just me and my mom at home. 
And I felt like we were more like roommates because my mom was so used to cooking like big meals to feed four or five people. And now it's just me and her. So she'd be like, what do you want for dinner? And I'm like, I don't know. Can we go get fast food? We'll just drive down the main highway and stop wherever our heart tells us to go. So I do feel like I was a little more independent as far as just like taking care of myself and doing things on my own when it came to just like my mom and I being at home. Sometimes, I'm not going to lie, my dad would come home and he would try to parent and I'd be like, no, 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 that's not how we do it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know like what you think this is, but like we have a system already and I don't need to text her until I'm coming home. He'd be like, where are you going? I'm like, I already talked to mom. He's like, she didn't talk to me. And I'm like, well, that's not how our system works, <laughs> you know? So I do feel like I was a little more independent. And like my mom and I, we had this system where we were more like roommates, still my mom, of course. But yeah, it was different for sure. That's so funny. I always ask this question to like other people that we interview that have little kids. I'm like, does dad come home? And then like all hell breaks loose because dad has no idea what's going on. And he's trying to like jump in and do things. So that's so funny that you said that. So your brother's a scout. And then you have another brother that coaches, right? Yes. So my brother's a scout for the Bills. He Before that, he scouted for the San Francisco 49ers. And then I have another brother who's older than him. And he is a football coach in Phoenix, Arizona. He was a head football coach in a small town outside of Tucson called Wilcox High School. And he took like this little country town football team and made them into like playoff contenders. It was really nice and cute to see like these guys go from kind of just like it was a school that was middle school and high school together and they didn't have school on Fridays like that's how small town it is just Monday through Thursday school my brother taught at the middle school and coached the high school being from Houston I can't even really imagine how that looks but um yeah he coached there at first as a head coach and now he is coach I think he's like coaches on the defensive side at a school in Phoenix Arizona so how do you balance like family time and hanging out? Cause everyone's busy probably at the same time. So football. So what do you guys do for like holidays or things like that to all be together? Yes. Yeah, so funny. There's five of us total. My sister also lives in Houston and my other brother lives in Dallas and we've only all been together like one time in our adulthood. <laughs> and it was this summer we had like a little party at the house and all of our schedules worked out to where we could all be together it was like a crazy we were like what so that was exciting but honestly my dad always makes time to go to my brother's high school football games to see him coach he's been to like a couple games I think my mom has too I say I want to go but my work schedule is super demanding I'm gonna go this year coming up and then with COVID and everything but I feel like we all kind of choose weekends to like hang out with another person like my sister has gone to San Francisco and my brother was scouting there and he actually was an in-house scout. So he was like in San Francisco. I didn't even know they had these types of different scouts, but he was like an NFL scout. So he scouted the team that they were playing next. And then like he would report back and say like what players or what. But my sister visited my brother when he, you know, was scouting at the 49ers. My mom and dad did whenever they could. Um, if my dad has like a, a bye weekend, He'll try to spend that weekend like doing something with one of my brothers or me or something like that. Oh, and then when my brother or my dad are on the road and pass through Birmingham, they always come and see me. So we just kind of see each other in passing. No, I think that's great. We always talk about how like you just make it work with the time that you're given or it's never going to work. So I think that's great that y'all all just 
take whatever time you have and you just, even if it's for a moment, like you just see each other and you spend time together. I do want to ask though, since there's all the sports going on in your family, were you, when you chose your career, did you ever think about going into athletics or were you like, kind of want something new? Yes. So it's funny. I've always said I didn't want to work in sports news because I only like like two sports. I learned basketball at the end of my high school career. I I never knew what anything was. and I'm still kind of like green, but I know what's going on on the court. And then I only know football. Like I I don't know baseball. I don't know anything else really, except for things I watched in the Olympics. So I used to be like, I don't think I would be willing to like bust my butt and work hard to be this amazing sports reporter because my level of care is not there. It's not football. But I've always enjoyed it. So I've had people tell me all the time, like, you talk football so, like, easily and, like, so well. I could see you, like, being a sports reporter. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, have you seen the way sports reporters have to, like, hustle across the field to get interviews? I don't think I could do it. I'm not saying that, like, it's a bad thing. I just don't think it's for me. But, like, it's always been a thought because I do think that, like, I could, you know, talk football very well. Like, I've sat with my dad's coworkers and other scouts and, like, had conversations about, like, why my dad chose a draft pick over another and they like question me and I'm like oh well his style of play doesn't match and they're like Lee how do you know that and I'm like because I know these things but yeah I've never really wanted to work directly in sports but it's been like a thought I was just curious just because sometimes when that's what you know that's what you're around and so then there's the opposite of like you just kind of want to do your own thing which I completely get that as well even just from this interview, I'm like, oh, yeah, you could you could totally be a sports reporter. <laughs> like you just the way that you say things. But do you feel that way with like your friends too? like I have friends that like I can talk football with and like we know football. But then we're around other people. You're like, I know I can't really talk football with you. So like, do you have like this group of friends that you can like talk football with too? I do. I definitely have those that group of friends. And I'll even like call or text my brother like really quick during a game and be like, did you see that? And like, we'll discuss it real quick and be like, okay, I'm going back to watch the game. <laughs> And then I have friends who, like, if I ever mention, like, for example, the Deshaun Watson, like, scandal thing going on right now, I was trying to explain to one of my friends, like, when it first happened, because she works in news, but she doesn't know sports. So I had to give her this, like, backstory of how he was this really great quarterback at Clemson who dethroned Alabama, and that's why Alabama fans hate him. And fast forward, he's, like, the franchise quarterback of the Texans. And, like, she's like, oh, okay. You know, so I got to explain if I ever want to talk football with some of my friends. So I will say that I have learned a lot from this interview. Another question about childhood and growing up. Is there anything that you would give moms out there to give them a little bit of hope that their kids will turn out okay? Like, is there anything that your parents said that you were like, I want to give that (laughs) to my kids sometime in the future? Honestly, I've always felt like my family was very rooted in like our traditions as far as like going to church on Sundays and like even after having like a long weekend it was like we're going to church on Sundays we're doing this we're doing that and I've always appreciated my mom's like willingness to like be there for us for everything because I didn't know this but like there's a lot of parents you know who are like I'm tired like I can't I have no strength to to, like put them in a sport or something like that because I can't imagine having to like do housework all day, take care of the kids, do this. And then at the end of the day, you want me to take them to a baseball practice? Like, no. But my mom has always been about, like, whatever it is we want to do, we're doing it. 
And I mean, it's also a way to like keep you in a place because it's like, I played for soccer. We can't just pick up and move. We're, we're going to stay here through the season. <laughs> um, my brother and I both ran track and, and I played soccer. My brother played football. We've always had like a team. Even if like I moved to Miami and came back, I had that team that I came back to and ran with or played soccer with. And I've just always appreciated like having my roots basically in Houston. So no matter how much we moved around or like made new friends or met new people, I can come back to that. Yeah. I no, love that's that. good. So what is the best thing about your dad being in the football industry? The best thing I would probably say it's like good and bad. So my dad was a really great football player in college. The way I describe it is think of the best college football player right now who like people like super fan over like that was my dad. And it's kind of hard for me to grasp (laughs) because I'm like, what? But like, even back in the eighties, you didn't, they didn't make such a big deal. Like, you know, you didn't see people on commercials and stuff like we do now. So like my dad was a huge deal to college sports when he played football at university of Miami and growing up in Houston, I just feel like signing in for something, put my whole name and they're like, hi Smith. Hmm. Is your dad? And I'm like, yeah, that's my dad. I have like met some really cool people. For example, when my dad worked for the Browns, I got to meet OBJ. For some reason, Brad Paisley was at practice and got to meet him. I was like, this is different. I mean, I think he has like some ties to Cleveland. He would happen to be at practice that day. And like, he was talking to my dad. They're like, let's take a picture. I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) Definitely some perks to like having a dad who works in the NFL and has good relationships with different people. You get to go a lot of places. Oh, and then like, scouts have this little scouting retreat every year and they do it somewhere beachy so it's like it's an incentive for like them to bring their families and their wives they're like oh you're working but I can go you know to the beach with my kids and tan so like that's always fun I've been there a couple times when I was younger but yeah definitely I'd say like meeting cool people and then just like having a recognizable last name that like says a conversation starter the only time I probably would say I didn't like it is the last track meet of my entire college career I was on the track and to make sure you're in your right lane, they walk up to you and they're like, you know, Jordan Highsmith, are you here? Lane two. Cool. The man says, Jordan Highsmith, hmm, is your dad? I'm like, yes. And he's like, oh my gosh, I grew up with your grandmother in New York and I'm about to run a race in like 30 seconds. (laughs) I was just like, yes, thank you. Can we talk about this after the race? Like what? (laughs) So yeah, that's probably the downside to it but it's it's pretty fun yeah I think that that's so funny especially Brad Paisley I'd be like hey I'm over (laughs) here for a photo but I do think that that's important to just share I think that was good for everyone to hear because yes there's a lot of perks and that's wonderful but then there's also like I bet repeating the same story over and over again gets a little tiring after a while I'm putting you on the spot I do want to know is there any crazy stories like fan stories that your dad has experienced whether people see him or recognize him and it's a little out there or even ones that you've experienced over time I haven't really had any crazy stories I will say a lot of times when we're out if we're like at a sports bar or somewhere like some people will kind of just stare at him and he'll be like why is that guy staring at me and I'm like probably thinks you are who you are but doesn't want to come up and ask you so I like I'll say that to him he'll be like that's weird and I'm like guys are not like girls you know so he just finds it strange and then like one time my dad and I were literally sitting and eating and this man came up to him and was just like 
hey, you're Alonzo Highsmith. And I was just like, that's kind of rude, but like, I'm not gonna like be rude too, because I know he's just excited and he, he just had to speak. I feel like no, people I, lose their sense of awareness when they see people because even myself, I feel like I have been somewhere and I've seen someone in passing and I literally was like, oh, that's so-and-so. And you just like lose yourself. I don't even know. You it's do. so embarrassing. But yes, I completely understand. And then like my dad feels like his football career was so long ago and he's, he considers himself just kind of like an NFL, like team's executive like he kind of I'm not gonna say he's erased that from his memory but for people to like be excited about that he's just kind of like I'm old news like why are we still excited about it he's like super humble about it and I'm just like they think you're cool like you're who they watched on tv growing up you know and yeah. you're they're seeing you in person I'm sure that that is cool it reminds people of like them growing up and watching him and you know being excited so you kind of get that like nostalgic feel I'm sure exactly well, we ask this question every single time and you kind of already touched on it, but I'm going to ask it again in a different way. So if you could tell yourself, like just starting out in this journey, like, or somebody that's just starting out in this journey, one thing that you've learned about the football life, what would you tell them? I would tell them that don't ever feel like if it's your dad or your spouse and they're like busy with work. Don't ever feel like they don't care about you or what's important to you doesn't matter to them. It has taken me literally probably over 15 years to finally realize that like my dad is super busy. He has me to worry about. He has my mom to worry about. He has my siblings. He has his job. He has agent. He has a mom calling him who's like, is my son going to be on the team for three more years? And it's just like, when I am asking for a hundred dollars, he's just like, this is the least of what I would like to talk about right now. You know, in the grand scheme, it's just like, don't ever think that they don't care or that what you want or need is not as important. They do. There's just a lot on their plate and it's hard for most men to compartmentalize all of that. So honestly, what I've learned and what I'd like to share with other people is just like literally a conversation is all it takes and they do care. It's just, a job in sports and in the NFL is crazy. That's good advice. Thank you so much. Yeah. And thank you, Jordan, for joining us on our episode. Oh, thanks. I had so much fun. I've never really talked about all of this in depth. So this was really fun. Thank you guys for having me. Yes. And thank you to everyone that's listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this interview on more than a season podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at more than a season underscore women's guide for the latest updates. You can also follow our personal Instagram accounts at Ashley M. Kramer and Britt Labby. We would love it if you would download, subscribe, and leave us a review on your choice of platform. Thank you so much. See you next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.